This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Mark it down, Sunday, April 10th. It's the 35th annual All-Star Labor Classic, presented by Philadelphia's Organized Labor and featuring the best of the best, high school girls and high school boys in a city versus suburban showdown. It's the All-Star Labor Classic, a Philadelphia tradition, showcasing the very best high school girls and boys basketball players from the entire Delaware Valley. That's Sunday, April 10th, starting at noon. The live games will be played at Ridley High School. Now on Talk Radio Welcome in, everyone, on a Saturday night live here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Krause and our gracious host, John Doherty, will take you uh, for the next 60 minutes from 7 to 8 p.m. here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT as J-Doc uh, is off this evening, John. We're live tonight, of course, last week, um, a week ago, last week, uh, the opening hour uh, of the labor show um was our broadcast from Industry Day, and then hour number two a week ago, the John Doherty Hour, uh, was all about the All-Star Labor Classic as we were up at Sprinkler Fitters Hall for uh, what was a fantastic banquet when all of the high school stars and their families come out. So we really didn't have an opportunity uh, to... Uh, have conversation uh, about uh, J-Doc, the passing of Joe Doherty, uh, J-Doc's father, John. And I know I want to, you know, give you an open mic and give you an opportunity to talk and reflect um, about Joe Doherty. I will say from my vantage point, it's so, um, it's so um, strange to try and speak about Joe Doherty because I didn't know him personally yet i knew him because of my relationship with j doc oh absolutely you know i mean listen he was a uh there's so many stories i can tell you you know uh about joe doc and uh you've heard it and actually when i when it when i got wind of the passing you know i was on uh the, the ipad and you know a couple people posted his death and, you know, you, you make a comment and normally it's like rest in peace and everything. And I said, you know, you hear it all the time that, you know, they don't make him like that anymore. And I commented immediately, like by instinct, right out of my heart. Okay. I mean, right out of my heart was that I'm not sure they ever made anybody like him. And, you know, that's not because of the moment. It's not because of, you know, the deep affection I had for the gentleman. But, you know, I, I, I had so many things in common with him. And I understand, you know, what he has done over the years. And uh, me personally, the minute I took over the Philadelphia Building Trades, you know, my relationship went, went with Mr. Doc another level. And, uh, you know, I always joke with Joey and the whole family. And, you know, the man was so sincere and so caring about Celie. And he referred to her as Mrs. Doherty. And we used to joke about it all the time. 
you know, and then when Celia was communicating a lot better, she used to say, okay, tell Mr. Doc, I won't call Mr. Doc if he doesn't call me Mrs. Doc. You know, he was just a gentleman, but he was stern. He was fair. Uh, he was loyal. Uh, he was sincere. Uh, I don't know anybody, okay, that when he was with you or with his family or, you know, with his union, that was any more who was more loyal. He was beyond his loyalty, actually got him in trouble. And again, I told you we had a lot in common. I know about that. Uh, he, you know, I, I have a, a, I guess like a hole in my stomach tonight because, you know, deep down inside we communicated a lot, but you know, with him having been outside the area for a while, you know, you know, I always thought, and I told Joey this this week, I always thought that I was going to get back together with him. I just always like, there was never a doubt that we weren't going to see each other. He, you know, he represented iron. He was made of steel. Okay. He was a man that, you know, I, and Joe will tell you, I watched him represent his members from the point of peaceful negotiations across the table. Okay. To, you know, aggressive rallies where two trades might've get been against each other. One night way back, there was a, uh, we had an issue up under, uh, in the Roxborough, Maniunk, Andorra areas. And it was a big rally and a big protest. And at the time, the carpenter and the iron worker, you know, two very good trades and two, you know, really responsible group of leaders uh, were, you know, going at it. So I heard it got a little, you know, boys will be boys. So I called him about 1030 at night, right? And he said to me, normal day, I'm in bed. I said, okay, good night. You know, I mean, it was just, you know, and I told Joey this too. And anybody who knows, you know, Joe Doc, okay, you know, will remember the suit, the tie, you know, always being, you know, the, the ultimate, you know, business appearance. And then he, he compounded it with his old ironworker hard hat that he used to wear all over the place. And that had stickers on it, it had American flags. You know, he loved his country. You know, deep down inside, I don't know if anybody was more a patriot. I mean, he just, I mean, what he did day in and day out, you know, if there was a bad cause, you know, he was involved. Now I told you, I, my relationship went to him, went to another level. And I told Joe, it was almost like we spoke less, but connected more. Like eye contact was something significant. He could be a hundred feet away from me at a rally. And when, it, when he wanted to talk, he would just look at me and I knew it was time to go to him. Okay. At it, at it building trades meetings, which, you know, listen, being the head of the building trades isn't exactly the easiest job. You know, I kind of made it look a little bit easier than it was, you know, Pat Gillespie did it for 30 years. So, you know, he knew what to do. And Ryan Boyer's doing a fabulous job right now, because right now there's a change, you know, a sea change going on across the labor movement. It's a different way. And some of the things that worked 10 years ago don't work today. And, you know, politics isn't always the answer. So you got to find a happy medium. And, Lines in the middle of it, but it, when I had my role at the building trades, and when he was in the meeting, which was almost all the time, okay, you know, when it came time for him to, you know, say something, I knew it. When he and I could also tell when he disagreed with me, and you've heard me state here, you know, multiple times. You know, we had a we we had a philosophical difference at one point, and Joey laughs about it. Uh, it was back when. You know, the trades, a few of us, Wayne Miller and Mikey Farrer and myself, you know, developed a relationship with Senator Specter and Senator Santorum. 
And look, not only did it, you know, create, you know, some awkwardness in my own household. You know, I lived in a house at the time with three girls who, you know, always joked. Tara used to joke with me, say, I love him, but he wants to take my law degree away and put me in the kitchen. And Joe Doc was completely square with that. He was, hey, listen, if you're against our values and our you know, our goals and our objectives twice, that's too, too many times. And then my thing with him was, my thing was, well, hey, look, you know, the, there are two guys who deliver big for Philadelphia. I can rattle off multiple billion dollars of stuff. Primarily at the time, the discussion was, you know, putting the old post office at 30th Street and turning it into the IRS, you know, automation department. And, you know, he brought in $660 million. So I got to tell you, his father looked me in the face. The minute I did it, he looked at Joe and he was with Joe when he heard about it. He just like shook his head. So I said to him one day walking, not even looking at each other. I said, yeah, like crap, $660 million. We're going to, we're, it's going to be a multiple billion dollar job. And I said, listen, I'll catch you on the next one. I know there ain't much steel in there, but I said, you know, I'll see what I can do. And in his old fashioned, you know, sincere, but you know, with a little tiny chuckle, he said, that's $660 million too much it took. You know, and to him, it wasn't worth it. To me, I always looked at my job, and, and, and he was unconditionally, unconditionally loyal and loyal to the labor community. And, again, he's sadly missed. You know, I can, I can tell you I had a little bit of time. Okay, normally I don't get a chance to think, but, you know, I had a little bit of time to think about what I was going to say. You know, and uh, uh, even, even with that, you know, it was just raw emotion. You know, and I said, the guy, the guy literally, you know, had a big piece of the soul of the labor movement. And, uh, you know, it's a sad day that, you know, he didn't get a chance to be home. And uh, there's a few people, including myself, will always be frustrated with that. And, uh, but, you know, the, the other part is, is that, you know, the Dockery family, uh, we know Joe, we know Joey. Okay, we know Jay Doc. Okay, it's Brother Brian. Mm. You know, they're, they're just like their dad deep down inside. And there's a ton, a ton of iron workers, okay, that when they heard that just stopped and realized that they were a much better trade and one of the more significant trades in America based on his leadership and his family values. Really well done and well stated, uh, John. It was um, nice to just sit back and almost as a listener just listen to you, um, you know, talk about uh, J. Doc's pop, Joe Doherty, uh, who passed away on Tuesday, March 29th. Uh, for those that um, are not aware, the services will be on Sunday, uh, tomorrow night. Uh, the viewing will be at the John F. Givnish Funeral Home, 10975 Academy Road, from 4 to 7, and again on Monday morning from 8 to 9 a.m., followed by a mass of Christian burial that will get underway at 10 a.m. Well done, John. Well said. Um, As we go into our break, um, I think it's fitting, uh, and I'll alert Sean, our producer, and Daniel, our producers, back at the uh, studio. We're about to violate what you don't normally do in radio. We're about to ask for um, a few moments of silence uh, in honor of Joseph Doherty 
Jr. Back in a moment. Tonight's edition of The Labor Show is sponsored in part by IBEW Local 98 North, UFCW Local 1776, Sheet Metal Workers Local 19, and the International Union of Painters and Allied Trades, DC 21. This whole nonsense about not giving workers the right to organize with so-called right to work, that's bad. Something like that comes to my desk, I'll veto it, not just because I'm a Democrat, not just because I'm pro-labor, but because I know for a fact that's not very smart. And back here on the John Doherty Hour as we broadcast you live here tonight on a Saturday night here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Tomorrow, uh, Sunday, uh, April 10th, the 35th annual All-Star Labor Classic. Um, It's an event that I wish I was a part of for 35 years. I'm so excited uh, for tomorrow's event at uh, Ridley High School, uh, John. We're going to spend the next 40 minutes of the show um, with three ge- three great guests who are going to join us. Allison Kostiuk is going to join us first. She's a longtime event coordinator of the Labor Classic. Ro Falcone at the bottom of the hour, longtime coach of the Suburban Girls. She's also the Ridley High School coach. She's a star. Uh, She will be with us at the bottom of the hour. And then in the second uh, uh, half of the show, uh, right around 45, Maureen Fioca will join us, assistant coach uh, at Arcadia, uh, alumni of the Labor Classic. So some good dialogue uh, as we lead up to Uh, What will be another spectacular day, John? You've heard me say it so many times. I think it's the most powerful event um, created in this region and beyond. Yeah, let me tell you, it's, it's, it's the whole atmosphere. You've heard me say this week after week. When you start to hear people like Allison, who is about as professional as you can get in coordinating any of these charitable events, but she's, she's just, here she is, she walks in and she talks to all these labor leaders like we were her kids and she gets us to do whatever she needs. She's really <laughs> good, good at what stuff. she does. Okay. And then Ro Falcone, you know, she's successful at everything. She was a great athlete. She was a great high school athlete. She was a great college athlete. I said she has, uh, uh, her team just won most recently. You know, last year, in fact, I think it was, they won the championship. But she's been involved with us with all the demographics and all the things that, you know, you have to do with Dennis Hill and, and to make this successful. And she she takes it. And we had a little issue, you know, with COVID trying to get, you know, as many people into a safe environment. She stepped up and threw what was a spectacular event last year. That's why we're going back to Ridley. And uh, she's just a good person. And uh, Maureen is is someone who... You know, of course, it's my niece, but she's, but, you know, my, my dad was a big time player. Okay. Maureen's mom was a really good player. And in fact, they played on a CYO uh, team that won the CYO Mid Atlantic tournament when Maureen's mom, okay, was a senior. And all five of the girls went to St. Maria Goretti. And I'll give you a, you know, it sounds crazy, but I don't know how many years later, 30 years later, or whatever it was, if all five of them girls would have played high school ball, I tell you that 
Greddy would have won the Catholic Championship again. And I go so far back with this. You know, my Aaron, her longtime partner, Amy, played in the 93, one of the original All-Star Labor Classics. And, you know, at the time, I was just a big supporter of Amy, you know, because of, you know, her coming from the neighborhood. She's a second street girl, a family, you know, it was a great athletic family from the second street and second Jackson area. But more importantly, now she's family, you know, so uh, so it is a good show. And Allison's a star. Roe has been proven to be a star. And little Maureen is doing really good things. Not only, you know, I think she's the second all time leading scorer, but um Arcadia, and she's coaching up there, and she's doing really good things with her life. Let's bring Allison into the uh, conversation. She joins us here uh, on the John Doherty Hour, the night before uh, the big day. Uh, Allison, welcome in to the John Doherty Hour, and thanks for spending a couple of minutes with us. Oh, hello, gentlemen. Thank you so much for for inviting me. I appreciate this. Allison, how long have you been involved with the Labor Classic? Uh, this is my sixth year. And tell us how it's going. I know the anticipation of what tomorrow will be. It's already surpassed expectation. Success is waiting again uh, tomorrow when the day concludes. But how's it going? How's the fundraising been? Um, and how has um, how challenging has it been going back into this year? Um, I'm glad you asked. Um, this is our 35th year, as you had stated. Um, we have raised a total of over $3 million in these 35 years. But this year we've raised, um, we're at 153000 And um, it's been the most we've raised in the last three years. Um, Johnny Doc, thank you for saying that I'm the star. But honestly, the unions are the stars and the players are the stars. Really, all of the locals and the vendors have really been very generous this year um, with sponsorships coming off the pandemic. Um, We have five grand sponsors at $5,000 each, everyone from IBEW 98 to Independence Blue Cross uh, to Ulico to the Sprinkler uh, Sprinkler Fitters Local 692 to the Mechanical Trades Council of Delaware Valley um, to all these different sponsors. And then, of course, the stars being the players, um, our local seniors here from the five counties. Um, last year, the players did play at Ridley. Ridley is, was a wonderful host. We were unable to have our exhibition game, which is the local union reps playing our local media. But this year, we are able to bring that game back. So that is a great way to start the, the day on Sunday. Uh, it'll be at 10 a.m. where the local union reps play uh, NBC, CBS. We have a ex-Eagle coming out to play. So that's just a fun way to start the day. And Allison, the boys- and Allison, you know the Jacob Media team is coming out in full support. I'm so excited. Yes. I'm so excited for the media game tomorrow. And I'm not going to play. I'll be there early enough to set up the bench and put the warm-ups out and everything else. But I will promise you this. The Jacob crew, as part of that media team, will look good tomorrow morning. Good. Good, good, good. And um, you're right. And they'll look good, too, because of our sponsors, of course, of all of our jerseys. Um, but I'm sure that athletically you guys will look at good as well. 
Um, but again, the, the players are excited to play. For some of these um, players, it will be the last time they play basketball, as some of them will not go on to play in college. Some of them will, but whether or not they go on to play in college or they go on to um, whether or not they go on to the trades, um, every single player that plays tomorrow will get a scholarship because of the fundraising that we have done. So um, it's just it's a really good time. So and I'm so fortunate to to be part of this group for the last six years. Yeah, good stuff from Allison Kostick joining us here on the John Doherty Hour in prep for the All Star uh, Labor Classic. One last question, Allison, before I let yeah. you uh, go here uh, on a Saturday night. Uh, why are you involved with the Labor Classic? You know. I started being involved when the original um, charity was United Cerebral Palsy. Now our charity is the National MS Society. But I've stayed involved so long um, for two reasons. One is really what the unions do in Philadelphia and our local area. They really do give back. Um, And a lot of the public doesn't really sometimes see that. But they really do give back. And um, personally... I'm a basketball fan. Um, I have four kids of my own, all basketball players. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, Philadelphia is a basketball city, right? It is. We are basketball. So um, I'm just fortunate to be part of this group. I'm fortunate that I'm asked every year to be part of this and, and to represent all of these locals and to represent all of their vendors. I really do. Uh, I'm honored. I'm honored to be part of this. John Dockley, I'll come to you. We've got about 90 seconds before the break, but I don't want to let Allison get out of here without you commenting. Yeah, Allison had, you know, there were some awkward issues there at one point with the charity, something outside the union control. Allison stepped up, handled it. It was seamless. Then when you get a transition, you change over people, and and then you had the pandemic. Okay, Mm -hmm. and then we even had the change between myself and Ryan, which is also, you know, was flawless. But she was the steady influence, and, you know, she, she likes the sport. She likes the room. You know, it was herself and Liz Eiding and Kelly Hampson and Frank Keel. And, of course, you can't go without, you know, Wayne Miller. Wayne is literally, you know, the man. Okay, he's, uh, he's a dynamite with this. And, again, Ryan supported it. And, and you take a look at, you know, Ryan has a boy that's playing ball. Up at uh, Carroll, and he's a big athlete, and and you just take a look at all the people that are involved. They all love the sport, they love the competitiveness, and the best part about this is almost every labor leader has got to know the kids that show up that have the challenges, either you know the MS or the cerebral palsy. We got to know them by name, and the moment at the end of the game where we stop the game, we rotate the score. Usually, it's about a point difference, and then we lift somebody up. And that it's part of one of these charities that, and, and this is a moment where they just take the ball and dunk it and win the game. It, it's like you still get chills. You get chills talking about it, and she's part of it, and she's a big part of it. Yeah, well done. Well said. Allison, great job again for this, the 35th annual All Star Labor Classic. Everything gets underway tomorrow at Ridley High School. 10 a.m. is the media game. Uh, the Suburban Girls versus the City Girls will kick off, or tip off, rather, um, at 12.15. And then the boys will play, and they will tip off. Um, I believe it is scheduled for 2.30. So a great day planned. Allison, thank you so much for your unconditional commitment to the All-Star Labor Classic. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen.
All right, good stuff from Allison Kosiak joining us here on the John Doherty Hour. We'll take a commercial break. We continue uh, with our conversation uh, on the Labor Classic. Roe Falcone, after the break. This edition of The Labor Show is sponsored in part by Sprinkler Fitters Local 692, Laborers District Council, Steam Fitters Local 420, and the International Union of Operating Engineers Local 542. We're going to try to work with Republicans in a bipartisan way to find solutions to what really is not working. And back here on the John Doherty Hour here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We continue as the show rolls on uh, here on 1210 to uh, hold Jay Doc and his entire family in our thoughts and in our prayers. Uh, Jay Doc, we're with you, brothers. We'll see you um, tomorrow uh, and then Monday uh, for the uh, funeral. Tomorrow, of course, uh, the All-Star Labor Classic uh, at Ridley High School. Uh, John, there is a rumor uh, that you may be playing tomorrow uh, in the media game, and I'll ask you if there's any truth to that rumor before we introduce Ro Falcone and bring a legend into the conversation. You're going to play tomorrow morning, John? You're going to have to show up at 9.30 to see if I'm there or not, you know? <laughs> I love and, it. Uh, you know? And, and I might go out to the highest bidder. I, I don't know. If I, I might be too old to play for the labor team anymore, so I might be playing on the media side if I show up. Well, John, yeah, I will. T- yep. And, John, I will tell you, just on the chance that that opportunity is there, I got a little Jacob gear ready to go for you tomorrow, brother. Just in case, <laughs> just in case you cross over, you and Barrett Brooks making your way down the court. You can help him, or he can help you, one or the other. But it will be a good time tomorrow morning. Yeah, listen. I thank you for everything you do too. Uh, Ro Falcone, longtime coach, suburban girls, Ridley High School coach, a legend. When you say All Star Labor Classic, we bring her into the conversation. Hi, Ro. How are you? I'm doing really well. How are you? Oh, good. Thank you so much for jumping on the uh, John Doherty Hour, part of the uh, hype and the promotion for the 35th annual uh, All-Star Labor Classic. How many years now, Ro? Are, can you say with certainty that you are have been around the Labor Classic? It seems like forever. I played in it back in 1991, and then I was a guest speaker probably about seven years ago, mm-hmm. and I've been involved ever since. You know, Ro, it really is amazing to me when you talk to the athletes that play in the game, how aware they are about the meaning of the game. It blows me away. Well, I think it's really important. I think it does get emphasized that, you know, you are giving back. And I think even when I'm coaching, I know, you know, sharing that with the athletes, that this is an opportunity to play a game they love and to to give back and and to help folks that are less fortunate than they are. You know, you've had such great success um, and continue to have uh, success uh, in the sport, around the sport uh, uh, of basketball. What's the secret, Ro? How do you get a bunch of all-stars that come together uh, to play, um, play at a high level, stay humble, stay thankful, um, yet go out and put on a good show? Yeah, I think just emphasizing the fact that, you know, again, the reason behind while they're playing, the opportunity to play again, um, 
for some kids um, the opportunity to play with a teammate or play with uh, other players they may have played against. There's just, you know, it all comes back to a love of the game and I think and um, being able to get back to the community. So I think emphasizing that and, and everyone just is unselfish when they go out there. They just play the game. They, they want to have fun. Um, and I think at the end of the day, that's what it's about. Of course, we'll be at uh, Rose Home Turf again tomorrow, John. Ridley High School will host uh, the 35th Annual All-Star Labor Classic. Um, again, I know um, at the top of the hour before um, we made it to this segment uh, with Roe, you talked about Roe Falcone, her significance, her talent, and what she's meant to the game. Yeah, but every organization or every entity needs a person that, when you're stuck, says, don't worry, I'll handle that. She's not only, you know, set up the, the, the relationship, you know, in Ridley with the gyms, but she knows the players, she talks to coaches, she knows the game inside and out, and she's just nice. And I always joke with her about, I'm, I'm a Ro Falcon groupie, and, and she <laughs> plays hard. She, she, I mean, she when she's there, she's just, and from her, and it kind of like, since she's been involved, as, you know, I was really involved, and she, she just adds some excitement. She's an athlete at heart. She wants to win. She ain't she ain't coaching for the sport tomorrow. You know we're already past that. They raise money. They got scholarships. We're gonna you know they've been meeting with the with the charity and and everything's good. She's now going to go out there and win tomorrow. That's Rose Falcone. Ain't nobody going to beat her on her own turf. <laughs> and you know and she's just good. And 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 I like I enjoy her company. She's very successful in her personal life and she carries that demeanor into into the court. Ro, how's Thank the team you. this year? How's the, how are the suburban girls? Good. Um, you know, I feel like we have a, a, a lot of talent. We have uh, some kids from the Central League and some other, um, you know, from strong programs like Methacton and Spring Forward and, and some schools that did really well. Um, so I, I think we're going to be uh, good. I haven't lost yet, so I don't want to jinx myself. But uh, I feel like we have a lot of talent, and I'm, I'm excited to coach. I always have fun and, and – uh, there's a lot of excitement around the game tomorrow. Well, I wasn't going to be that guy. I wasn't going to be the announcer who puts that out there. It was in my notes, but I left it to the bottom. <laughs> but, uh, but since you brought it up, uh, we'll leave it there. We'll leave it right there um, mm-hmm. uh, 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 until tomorrow uh, for the 35th annual um, All-Star Labor Classic. Roll Falcone joining us here uh, on the John Doherty Hour. Roe, one last uh, thought. Uh, from you uh, when the game is over uh, tomorrow um, what do you think the student athletes the stars that play tomorrow what do you think they take with them after the game and you know because you played in the game so you know you, you know what you walk out the door with what do they leave with tomorrow well, I think they're leaving with just such a great opportunity, you know, to to understand that they got to play in the All Star game, um, that they got a scholarship, and that they helped raise money for multiple sclerosis. And I think all of that, when they leave, is a great memory, um, and, and hopefully a willingness to come back and be a part of the All Star Labor Classic for years to come. I, I really try to emphasize with the team that this should just be the beginning of your involvement. And, um, you know, they're going to leave with great memory, hopefully a lot of laughs and uh, a lot of points on the board as well. Really good stuff. Roe Falcone joining us here on the John Doherty Hour. 
We'll see you tomorrow, Roe, for the uh, 35th Annual All-Star Labor Classic. Congrats to you. Congrats to all of your success uh, that you continue to have in this great game. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow at the school. Thank you so much. And, uh, John, I hope I see you there and uh, look forward to watching you play. FanDuel has you a six-point favorite. I just want to let you know. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you both so much. Please take care. Uh, Good stuff. Johnny Doc, as we go to uh, see you tomorrow, Ro. John, as we go to the break, we might have to bring FanDuel in and double up that cash for for the 36th annual, but that's for another uh, conversation here on the John Doherty Hour, uh, live on a Saturday night on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. One big segment to go on the other side of the break. Maureen Fioca will join us back in a moment. Tonight's edition of The Labor Show is sponsored in part by Iron Workers Local 401, Boilermakers Local 13, Plumbers Local 690, Roofers Local 30, and IBEW Local 98. Choose a Local 98 contractor. Live in the John Doherty Hour here on a Saturday night on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Good to be back live uh, with John Doherty. We continue to hold uh, Jay Doc and his entire family uh, in our thoughts and in our prayers as uh, we move towards the top of the hour. John, I'll come back to you. We're talking in depth and in great detail uh, about the 35th Annual All-Star Labor Classic. I thought our final guest of the show... Uh, it would be fitting for you to do the introduction and welcome our guest into the John Doherty Hour. Yeah, I think I played personally in like 33 of the 35 years or 32 of the 35 years. So it's always been a part of my life. And, you know, when you're younger and you're and we have like a, a fraternity in the building trades and we used to go to the game and there was always a lot of catcalling and legendary Ed Keaton of the Plumbers Union used to be on the, the walkway wherever we were playing. And he would have 20 people around him, other trades, his business agents. And John Kane, who's now our great senator in Delaware County, in Chester County, John followed up the tradition. He was there with 20 labor leaders. So it always was a big thing. You heard me talk about the practices before leading up, up in Longcrest, and how Wayne and how all the old-time managers used to get together. So it was always a big, unified, big building trade family event. And in my house, it was no different. You know, basketball is a way of life. My, my dad was, you know, one of the better uh, inner city basketball players. And if you talk to Sonny Hills and people like that, they'll tell you when they went down to fourth and shot, they used to hate when he would play against them because he would score a lot of points. So it was always in our family. And my, you heard me, Maureen's mom, she played well. You know, my Aaron played, her partner Amy played forever and was really good all city. And then it was just Maureen was the only girl in a family loaded with boys and, and boys who were contact type boys. You know, so when Maureen was born, you know, I guess she was about a year old and, you know, had a little basket and each one of us were, you know, shoot foul shots and bounce the ball at her and, you know, and she, and she grew up with it and it became a way of life. You know, my sister would follow her around. She played AAU and she did all, and she had a lot of injuries to overcome. And uh, she did really well. And if you guys know, there's a guy in uh, Joey K who trains a lot of professional athletes. Okay. He, in fact, he's doing Matt Jones, the quarterback in New England. Becca City does, he does a lot of the Alabama players, but he's from the region. And uh, Maureen, when she's been hurt two or three times, and each time she came back, and Joey told me he's never seen anybody want to play basketball and get back in shape better than her. And she wound up squatting an, an outstanding number and things like that, and still keeping her femininity. She had 
she played good. She played at Garetti. She got hurt the senior year. It's a shame because she was she was set up to be you know a, a, a big time player there. She went up to Arcadia. You know she she changed her life. She 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 got focused on what she wanted to do. She now she's not only an assistant coach, graduate student. She has a she has a great job helping people, and she's a great mom. And her little guy, I guarantee you, her little guy's going to be a great basketball player. But when she was playing, you know, my bad. And uh, one of my one of my better moments in the All Star Labor Classic is, you know, there's a lot of fun going on, you know. So you're out there, and then one year I took a, I took a three pointer, and luckily it went in. So you know, me being, you know, the, the little bit of the, an art, I'm, I'm running down the court with my hands up, and all of a sudden I heard a real laugh. Put your hands down, you dummy! And that was my dad screaming, like you know, even in the charity game, he couldn't stop coaching or stop taking it serious, you know. But he he was a big part of Maureen's life. Uh, him and Maureen traveled all over the place, and uh, basketball was really good to her. And the good part about this all-star labor classic is that there is another 30 Maureen Fiocas out there where basketball is going to lead to an education, and education is going to lead to a decent life with a decent family, and hopefully you know, a little boy or girl who play in the all-star labor classic like their parents did. So it's, you know, it's good to have Maureen around. Uh, she's... Uh, Again, because of, you know, the awkward situation, the health situation with Sealy, we're not, we used to live next door to each other. You know, we, we, we now live next to McGee, you know, and, uh, but it's fun watching Maureen and I, I watch her a lot more on Facebook than I think she realizes and she's doing a great job with coaching and she's doing a great job being a mom. Let's bring her in. Maureen, welcome in to the John Doherty Hour. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, great to have you. Um, uh, on the show live uh, and look forward. I, we anticipate uh, seeing you at the All-Star uh, Labor Classic uh, tomorrow. Uh, what will that be like for you to again return uh, to something you love? The, the game of basketball married with the fact that it's the All-Star Labor Classic. Yeah, definitely. I, I look forward to it. I think as the older I got and when, because I played when I was in high school as well. I, I was the city um, and then when we got invited back as the alumni, I thought it was great, and I, I really enjoy it. I look forward to it. I haven't played basketball in quite some time, so hopefully I'm not too rusty. But I'm really excited now that I have, like my uncle said, um, I have a two-year-old. So I'm excited to bring him, have him involved just to see me play. It, it will be fun. Well, is does your uncle, who's hosting this radio show, get credit for your love of the game? Where does that come from, Maureen? I think he said it well. It's 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 a family thing. I mean, my my grandpa played. Um, I know my uncle, my mom, everyone has played. My cousin Aaron, um, my cousin Sean, my cousin Katie. We all went on to play. So I think it's just a family oriented thing. And from my memories growing up at my mom and pop up's house, we were all outside playing basketball. That's like they had a basketball net for us outside. I have scars up and down my legs from playing outside with them. It's he can get some credit, yeah. <laughs> John, you get a little bit, brother. <laughs> yeah, well, God for, Maureen, thank God you brought Sean up. God forbid if we did this radio show and we didn't mention Sean because he's also, you know, he played high school ball. He went to LaSalle. Mm-hmm. He couldn't get into the prep, mm-hmm. so he went to LaSalle, right? And then he had, uh, and, and then he, he played at LaSalle. Then he played in college and he played, in, you know, and uh, he played in the All-Star Labor Classic. And we're, we're real mm-hmm. competitive, you know, and I joke with him. So God forbid if we would have forgotten me and Maureen would have never heard the end of it. Maureen, what, no. makes the, what, what makes the game so special to you? What do you love so much about it? 
I love the competitiveness. Um, I growing up with three brothers, I think I was always competitive. I always wanted to show myself. I always wanted to be better than the boys. Um, and I just loved it how much life skills it teaches you. Um, I don't think you realize that when you're a young kid playing, you just enjoy the game. But the older that got, I got, the further along I've got with my career, um, there was a lot of things that I implement in my life now as a mom, as a behavior specialist, my job, um, that I really wouldn't have grown or learned if I didn't, if I wasn't a, port, a part of a basketball team. So, Maureen Fioka joining us here live on the John Doherty Hour uh, here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, uh, part of the history of the All-Star Labor Classic, and we'll be back on the court tomorrow uh, as part of the All-Star Labor Classic at Ridley High School. Uh, Maureen, take a moment just to tell and share with us um, your success at Arcadia. It's pretty amazing to have a great career there and then have an influence now as an assistant coach at the school where you start. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, going back to even just getting recruited and going to college, it was it was a lot. You um, and I picked Arcadia because it was close, and I and I knew my pop and my mom and my family would want to come out and see me and see my game. So um, my first two years were a little rough. I had a different coach. Um, I think it was kind of a, a wake up lesson for me. You know, that's when I got into my training and changing my life and working out. I knew I wanted to play. I knew I needed more minutes on the court. So I was willing to do whatever it took. Like I spent a lot of time in the workout room, becoming stronger, becoming faster, quicker. And then we got a new coach. Um, My skills were able to show. And then we actually ended up making it to playoffs. My junior year, first time Arcadia's made it to playoffs. And I think it was like the first time in a while. I forget how many years. Um, we ended up losing, I believe, the second round of playoffs. Um, but my junior year, I think I averaged around like 15 points. And then my senior year, everyone was coming back. We only lost one person. And then I ended up getting hurt um, like the fifth game into the season. So I took a lot of that time when I was hurt just watching the game. I think watching it and seeing it from the bench and not actually being involved in the game, it slowed the game down for me. I was able to see a lot more that I didn't see when I was playing. So I tried to take my senior year as like a learning year, ended up redshirting. I came back my grad year, um, and I knew I was close to breaking a 1,000 points, so I just gave it my all every single game. I averaged around 20 points. I had like a single-season high. Um, of scoring that year of like 500 and something points. Um, I know I had the game single high career, like uh, points in a game, I think for like 34. Um, It's it's kind of odd talking about all my accomplishments. Um, I feel like that's always what my pop does. He would know all the numbers by heart. Um, We didn't have a great season my grad year, but I, I broke a lot of records and I had a lot of accomplishments. And then, I ended up going back to coach. Um, I was a grad assistant. I had one more year left um, of grad school. And then really? I, it was the same coach that we just stayed, and they've been doing good. We, we're in a new conference now. I don't no longer coach um, since I had Johnny. I've, I've been home with him, um, but I still keep track of them, and I'm still in contact with my coach, and I know they're doing well. Great stuff. Uh, 
John Doherty, we got uh, 90 seconds. I'll give it all to you if you want to sh- if you want to finish up the conversation with Maureen. We'll see her tomorrow uh, at the All Star yeah, Labor Classic, brother. Yeah, she could play. That's the way you put it. Yeah. You know, when you have people like you, you heard Maureen explain, you know, what it meant to her the game of basketball and how it actually evolved in her life, evolved in her life, and then you listen to Ro Falcone, and then you start to realize what the sport means, what this all-star labor classic is, and everybody has their roots with somebody in the trade someplace. So the trades are significant. And, you know, I'd like to end by, again, just wrapping it up like how we started. You know, the Joe Doc is a guy also, not only his sons are involved with the game, but you could see Joe walking around the gym on any given day. And I used to joke with him. I didn't realize that he had, you know, any other clothes than the blue suit and the blue tie and the white shirt. And then you'd see him up there with a sweatshirt or something. So it was really good. And he will be missed. And he'll be in on the thoughts and minds of a lot of people, you know, the next few days, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm just glad that, you know, that he gets the proper send-off that he deserves because he was a good man. Yeah, thank you for finishing up the John Doherty Hour with those uh, thoughts again. I did get a text from J Doc, who was listening to the show, uh, and sends along a big thank you to you, John, for the way you um, framed um, his father when the John Doherty Hour started here at seven o'clock. Maureen Fioka joining us here to wrap it up. Maureen, thank you very much. We'll see you tomorrow at Ridley High School. Uh, look forward to meeting you tomorrow uh, at the All Star Labor Classic. Great stuff. Joe, why don't we have FanDuel sponsoring us? We got to get that done. That's done for now. We got to work on that for next year, brother. Absolutely. <laughs> that has to be uh, a must. Uh, that's going to do it for this edition of the John Doherty Hour here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Next Saturday, we'll be right back here from 7 to 8. Next week, we go back to work. We've got some. Uh, we've got some conversation coming next Saturday. Uh, We look forward to that. Until then, we'll see you tomorrow at the All-Star Labor Classic on behalf of J-Doc, on behalf of our gracious host, John Doherty. I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management.